Hello, and welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast. My name is Evelyn Knight. I am so glad that you're taking the time out of your busy day to listen to what I have to say today. I have some important things to go over during my next couple podcast episodes that I'll be putting out for you guys. I've really struggled to create these episodes lately because I don't feel like I I really had a roadmap, but now I discovered what I need to talk to you guys about. I discovered what you really need to hear and what I wish I would have heard even just two years ago. So this is an unscripted podcast episode. There's no notes that go around with this one. So it might be a little bit raw, but I'm going to leave it that way just so we can have a conversation. You and me, talking about real life stuff. I'm going to break this up into two parts because I'm going to have a guest come in for the second part of this conversation to help me with the solution. So today I'm going to bring you into my life and where I am today. Many of you who listen to my podcast have been following me for quite a while and you've been with me on this journey and I'm sure you can hear me sigh. It's not easy to talk about, but It's been a really long and hard journey. You were with me as my husband was sick, and I've recorded podcast episodes with him straight out of the hospital. Uh, That struggle I went through during that time. And then I've recorded after he passed away, and that's been the hardest ones for me to really focus on, have been the ones after his passing. But there seems to be just this pattern that happens when you are in this situation and really any of life's disasters. It doesn't really just have to be the death of a loved one. Cause I know when I went through my neurological disease diagnosis in 2012, I faced similar struggles, but on a different level. So I want to talk to you a little bit today about where I am in my life now and the effect that the current events and my life's events have had. I want to start by saying we have a very false sense of security in our worlds. We wake up every day. We go through the same routines. We get up out of bed. We take our showers. We get dressed. We go to work and we do the same thing over and over and over. And we don't always think about the fact that things change really fast and they're unpredictable. If you had told me three years ago, even that I would be a widow today, I wouldn't have believed you today. I'm recording this actually on my birthday and it's kind of bittersweet. Um, and I'm sorry about the loud bump, but again, this is going to be a raw video, so I'm not editing that out. So. It's a bittersweet day for me because I'm here, but it's my first birthday without my husband. And it's interesting to me as I've been reflecting over the last few weeks where I am today and the things that I could have had in place that would save me again from another struggle in my life. And so that's where I realized I need to talk to you guys about this. I need to do something about this. Early childhood education, our child care centers are too important 
for us not to protect them. And I think the biggest lesson I've learned when it comes to the subject of protecting your center is that you don't know what you don't know. And it's kind of funny because I teach this all the time. I teach it all the time. I tell my clients in my coaching programs all the time, you've got to have business structure. You have to have your org chart. You have to have your policies and procedures. You have to learn how to duplicate yourself because if you don't and life happens, you're going to lose your business, right? And I know that people don't know that because you haven't been through things. When I was first diagnosed through my with my neurological disease, I almost lost my company a couple times. It was one struggle after another. And it took me years to unbury myself from the hundreds of thousands of dollars, literally a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of debt that I accumulated because I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared to be able to step away from my business, right? Well, now I'm learning a new layer of that. I thought I had a really good handle on things. I have duplicated myself. I was able to step away from both my companies for about 10 weeks. I know I can take a vacation and they are perfectly fine without me. I have those great duplicatable policies and procedures in place. I have a a great organizational chart so everybody knows what's expected without me. I don't have to be there. I've really created a great system in that place. So I thought I would be okay. I thought everything was great. And here I am 11 months later after the passing of my husband and I'm learning that it wasn't enough. There wasn't enough in place because I have a whole new set of problems. And that is basically the legal portion of the center and my business and everything that I have. And when you're married, I'm learning, even though my husband didn't own a part of my business and they're all me, it has basically created this huge bottleneck in my life because as my husband of almost 30 years, he automatically owns 50% of everything I own, right? So I'm in a position now where we had a will, we had a lot of things in place, but we didn't have everything in our state. Everything wasn't really done quite properly. We did the things that everybody thinks you have to do. Go create a will, right? Um, Protect yourself with this, have the insurance, have life insurance, all of these different pieces. But we didn't have a proper estate plan. And because of that, I'm still in probate. It's been 11 months and I'm still in probate. A lot of my assets are still frozen. I cannot access a lot of the things I own. I'm making payments on things I cannot sell and stop because we didn't have the proper legal structure in line. My newest struggle came last week and um, I'm trying to buy a new house. My family and I have lived in this house for many years. Uh, After my husband uh, died, I, I guess while he was still alive, it wasn't really after he died. I really thought about the house we live in and I thought I was going to stay here forever. I thought this was our forever home. After he passed, I'd want to stay to keep that part of him close. But the reality is, is when you live with somebody, especially when you watch them die over a long period. 
staying in the same house, it's like living with a ghost. So I got to the point where I realized, and with the help of my therapist too, that I'm going to have to move. So I started the process to see, okay, let's see if I can move. And I discovered that um, because of where I am today and not having the legal structure properly formed, I can't, uh, I don't qualify for a house. I don't, um, it's really bottlenecked me. I can't sell my house yet. Um, I'm kind of stuck. I'm pretty much frozen in time until all of these legal issues come to a close. Since my husband um, is passing, basically, it's something I don't fully understand. I mean, I would have to have an accountant on here to explain it to you guys, but I'll just summarize what I do know. Uh, Even though my husband didn't own a part of my company, a portion of the earnings is still considered his. And basically, they look at how many months out of the year was he alive what percentage of the year that was, and they give him credit for the income during that time. Even though his passing has nothing to do with my business's performances, if anything, it's actually elevated because now I have the time to put into my companies. Whereas before I was just working what I could so I could care for him. So my companies actually have both grown this year because I have time to be working full-time at both companies again. But what happens in with like the mortgage world is they look at it as, well, if there's a possibility that he was an integral part of this company, then there's a good chance the company's going to fail now. It doesn't matter that I've been an owner for 15 years. And I had three different mortgage brokers tell me the same thing. It doesn't matter. They don't really know what his, um, how, what his contribution was, right? As a married couple, I can say everything I want, but they don't really have a way of proving that the success of the company wasn't because of him, right? Married couples do a lot of different things. I mean, it could just be in one person's name. It doesn't matter. So they are very unsure within the first year. Uh, this is actually my first tax year. Uh, uh, 2022 will be of actually um, having the income on my own with my companies. And I guess no matter what my companies are performing at right now, the fact that they don't know for sure how important his role in the company was it basically puts me in a position where I get no credit for my companies because he's gone because they don't know if maybe it was just in my name, but he was actually the one doing the work. They have no idea and they have no way. I have no way of proving it. So I basically am stuck where I need to be. Had we had an estate properly in place with the proper structures, I wouldn't be in this position. Things would have been much more clear, much more black and white, but all of this has to be put into place beforehand. 
There's so much I've learned just when it comes to this portion. We don't know what we don't know. You don't know what kind of things come out of the woodwork. The people, I, I can tell you personally, the people who try to sue you, the things that like, it, it just blows my mind when somebody dies, the amount of things that come at you and blindside you are astronomical. And you're already dealing with a very hard situation. Navigating life after losing somebody important to you is so hard. Being a mother with my children, who's my my youngest son's graduation was last week and not having his dad here. It's so hard. And then you have all these other things coming at you. You have people trying to sue you because they think they deserve a part. You also have people who look at your life and they see, oh, she owns a successful business, right? But what they actually see, I'm realizing, is they see it as they own a successful business. They don't see it as she owns it. They see it as they own it. And so whatever my husband had out there, um, they start coming after me for it, no matter what I've put into place. Um, my husband wasn't always the best with money and he had a lot of credit card debt. Uh, I was personally debt free. So because that was something we couldn't see eye to eye on, I had separated our finances years before he even got sick, but, um, it doesn't matter. They still come after you. It doesn't matter how hard you work, what you put into it. When these things happen, if you're not legally protected beforehand, there is so much you're opening yourself up to. I cannot even begin to tell you how hard it can get. And I realize every state is different. So not everybody's um, experience is going to be the same. But why risk it? Right. And it shouldn't have to be this way. Um, it's kind of ironic to me. I tried to get my husband to really confer with legal counsel before he passed for the last couple of years, but he really just didn't want to do it. He just kept telling me, oh, we have a will. We're fine. We're fine. I regret that so much. And as a child care business coach, I really want to make sure that none of you find yourself in the position I'm on in today. That all of you have the proper legal structures that you're all ready. Not just because you can end up in the position I'm in, which I think it's really important for everybody to know, though, not to have a false sense of security because none of us know what's going to happen. But it's also for your legacy, right? What if I was the one who had passed? And I am the business owner. What would have happened to my family? What would have happened to my business and all my employees? I didn't have the proper legal structure in place. I did have like who inherits everything, but who runs it? I'm the CEO of both companies. Then what? Right? There's so much more to think about. There's also just the daily things. As childcare business owners, people are always trying to go after us for something. I spoke to one of my clients yesterday who told us a story about um, one of her friends and child care center owners is being sued because the teacher clipped a baby's nails. 
I mean, think about that. She clipped a baby's nails and she's being sued. And there's a good chance she's going to lose that lawsuit, right? There are so many openings that parents will find, not just parents, but the general public that can cost you your business. And really getting to a place of being prepared, of having the legal things in effect, it's not that expensive, I've learned. And it's not as hard as I had thought. I just kept thinking, oh, it's going to cost thousands of dollars. And But there are resources. And next week, uh, when well, my next podcast episode, I should say, not next week, but my next podcast episode, I'm going to actually bring you a solution that we have found. My goal for early childhood education is really to disrupt this industry. We need to become more business savvy. The children deserve it. We need to make sure that we are protecting our centers, that we are thriving, and that we are healthy businesses in every aspect. So what I teach in my membership is so very important to make sure that you are structured, that your center can go on without you, that the flow day-to-day is seamless, that you don't have these struggles that you're. I'm constantly hearing about when it comes to staffing and your time management and the exhaustion, right? But now I've found this other layer that I'm very passionate about because of what I've been through. And that other layer is making sure you're taken care of legally. And that is something um, that we, I'm going to be bringing to you guys a lot more of uh, really giving, bringing more awareness. uh, And I will be bringing my guest speaker next week, who is somebody who has some great solutions for us that can help us get to where we want to be. Even just your contracts with the parents, right? Making sure they pay their bills. That is huge. I don't think you guys even sometimes realize when I talk to a lot of you, you don't even realize how much you're missing and how much money you're losing because you don't have proper contracts in place and you're not sending parents to collections. I opened my eyes to this uh, one year when I was doing my taxes and my accountant um, brought to my attention that I had $16,000 worth of bad debt from parents in just that year, just that year. $16,000. And that's when I realized I have to have the proper contracts in place. Same thing goes with employees. Do you have the proper contracts in place for your employees? Do you know, are you legally protected from a lawsuit from an employee? Are you legally protected from your parents? Are you legally protected from the general public, right? You can post something on Facebook and not even realize that you're opening yourself up to a lawsuit. Your website could be opening you up to a lawsuit. There is so many things out there that we don't even know. And there are a lot of people that are looking to get rich quick. And they look at us. They see our amazing childcare buildings. They look at how many children are in your center. And they think to themselves, oh, well, if she's got 100 children in there or even 50 and she's charging $200 a week. They're making a ton of money. They never take into account how much our bills are. They have no clue. All they're looking at is what you're bringing in. And you become a target. That's how easy it becomes to become a sitting duck and a target. So 
make sure you join me for my next podcast episode. It is so important to know how to be legally smart. And that's something that we're going to be bringing you guys is really helping you to learn how to be legally smart and just to be prepared. So thank you for listening to me today. I'm sorry this is so raw, uh, but I just know it is very, very much needed. You guys need to hear this. Absolutely need to hear it. And um, I just really want to make sure that I'm saving other owners and directors from a lot of the pain that I've had to go through. So um, we're actually going to add a link to the show notes that can take you to some legal information. If you guys don't want to wait for the next episode to air, you can start getting some more information. I'm going to actually be offering a service now that is very inexpensive that will actually help to protect your company. But I really want you guys to educate yourself on this first. I have to say, um, I was a part of this for a while and I didn't even know the power of what I possessed right? It's like having legal insurance, but so much more. It's more of a proactive insurance instead of a reactive insurance. And I was treating it as a reactive, had no idea until I met Maureen, who will be my guest next week. And she really started showing me the power of what we have. So this is something I am going to start offering to my listeners, my clients, and everybody. Uh, I am actually going to start as a representative and offer this to you guys because it is so important and it's not nearly as expensive as I thought. I just can't believe. I know for my childcare center, I'm only paying $99 a month for this legal protection. And it's basically helping me get everything set up as well. Um, And that is something that we are absolutely here dedicated to helping you with because that is so, so, so very important. So check my show notes, go directly to the link. I really do appreciate the support. Um, it does help me out too, as well financially. So I really, really, really appreciate your support when you use my show link, uh, so that I can also get the support for the work that I do to help the EC community. Have a great rest of your week, everybody.